Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Well, welcome everybody to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby. Hope you're having a great day. Thank you for joining us on this episode where we're going to be doing a little bit of a question and answer from Instagram questions from our listeners to the show and to our businesses. Hope you guys are doing great. My name is Alex Kirby. I am the owner of Trifecta Landscaping and Pure Media Solutions here in Columbia, South Carolina. And it is a beautiful day here. Um, it was weird. We got down to 40s uh, last night, but now it's looking 65 and sunny. And uh, we're just really thankful for the good weather. We had a rain out day yesterday. And I hope you guys are doing okay with the weather and the pipeline issue. I don't know if anybody's had some crazy gas stuff going on. Um, we had, I saw people filling up uh, milk gallons and uh, gas tanks. And I saw videos of people doing plastic bags. And it's just been... When it's, wild, it's been a wild two years, man. I mean, it just feels like we're getting over COVID, and then you have, um, yeah, employment crisis, and you've got gas crisis. I mean, just one thing after another. But as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we keep pushing, we keep striving, we keep going. So um, if you guys are new listeners to this show, this is a show where we try to help inspire and discuss um, things in the business world. We talk marketing, finance, um, print marketing. And then from the finance side, we talk personal finance, we talk um, business finance, we talk should you have credit cards, should you not, why not? Uh, we really just discuss the ABCs of businesses is what we discuss. And if you, um, you know, if you've listened, you love it. We really love a five star review. We really haven't gotten a lot of new reviews, guys. So we really appreciate if you would go on a podcast, Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review. That would be tremendous help. So today, guys, I just wanted to open it up for for some of you guys, our listeners. To uh, to ask us some questions, and I was just going to answer them, um, you know, over over this episode. Uh, we're really excited to give you guys access to to any area of you know our business and and your you know your desires that that we can. So, I'm gonna kind of go right in from there. I'm gonna uh, talk to you guys real fast about uh, one thing that I think is interesting, and that is cryptocurrency. Um, I haven't done this in a while, where we talk a little bit about the stock market and stuff like that. But um, if you guys have been following this cryptocurrency journey, I'm sure some of you listening have made some money. Some of you might have lost some money. Just uh, just want to say precautionally, just make sure you're not putting in money you're not willing to lose because right now with cryptocurrency, it is a wild, wild west. Everybody thinks they have the next best coin coming out and thinks that they're smart enough to make money on it. And uh, then guess what happens? Elon Musk tweets and Bitcoin goes down 20%. And so uh, just be really careful, guys, when you're getting invested into cryptocurrencies. Um, they're not proven. Uh, they, they, a couple of them have potential, but it's really early and you're really uh, kind of like gambling. So just be really careful on, on that side. Um, let's get into the questions. First one, first question is from Nicholas Xavier. He asked a question about landscaping specifically, but I'll try to divulge into it um, with every business. What is a good ratio of mowing to landscaping with only two guys? That question's a little bit broad. Um, I think he's asking, you know, how many lawn care people should you have and also be able to do projects, landscaping projects? 
Um, and I'll talk a little bit about the structure that I teach um, my landscaping guys when we do business coaching. Um, when it comes to a two-man crew, because we, we we run mostly two-man crews in my company, that is a crew leader and a um, landscape technician, and we run a four-day mowing crew. So if it's a mowing crew, we do four days a week. We do um, eight hours of mowing and two hours of dead time every day with driving and, and getting ready from the shop and everything. And so we do four days a week of that. And then on Fridays, we if it rained, we make up one of the days that rain. Or if not, we do landscape projects and, and stuff like that. Or, you know, the guys are off. We already reached 40 hours at that point. But if you're a small operation, um, like Nicholas seems to be and uh, 80, 90% of you guys listening who are in the landscaping field are, you want to maybe think about having three mowing days and one landscape day. Because um, one of the worst things you can do, in my opinion, um, is tell your customer no when it's some service that you actually can do. Because let's say you're full on mowing and you're saying to your customer, sorry, we're full right now because of our mowing schedule. We can't take on any mulch or landscape projects at this time. Well, they're going to go start looking for someone who can. And the scary thing with that is, what if they find someone who can and they mow? (laughs) So what happens uh, then? Because then uh, if they're happy with the big project, they're probably going to give that that company that they found uh, to take over your project uh, a chance to do their mowing. So uh, you don't want... um, you don't want to breed competition where you don't have to, guys. So make sure you're giving yourself room um, for for both. You know, if uh, f- you know, again, I think a four day mowing schedule and doing projects on Fridays works. Or if you you know are in an area where you're really getting a lot of projects, maybe think about doing a three day mowing crew. Um, excuse me, a three day mowing route and projects on Thursdays and Fridays. So Nicholas, that was a great question, man. Um, thank you so much for putting that in. My Next question is from a guy that I enjoy talking to. He's a good dude named Trey Lambert um, from Lambert Lawn Solutions in Oklahoma. And Trey asked a really good question that's more of a generic business question, so I appreciate that, Trey. He says, I know in the home service business building um, industry, the team building the team right is so important. How do you go about that process with interviews and finding the right people? That's a great question. <laughs> and this is probably going to be a long-winded answer to that. The first answer I would give to that question on how do you build the right team? Uh, we've all been trying to figure that out since day one. If you're a business owner listening or you're thinking about starting a business, I can almost guarantee that you are terrified to either hire your first person or you have a team and you're <laughs> somewhat hesitant to grow your team because it's either been a headache for you uh, you feel like you can't find anyone you trust. You can trust, or uh, maybe just or maybe it's just intimidating. You know, so for me at my company, Trifecta Landscaping, we are running twenty one or twenty two full time employees. I'm not exactly sure. We just hired a couple more people, um, not seasonal but full time, and we do have three or three seasonal guys who are college students, and we always do that to get them a great summer job so they can not go into student loan debt. Um, but we have somewhere between 20 and 22 full-time employees and it is daunting at times, you know, especially in the weird times we live in, which thankfully some States are starting to take away unemployment benefits where there are, I don't know if you guys saw the job report, but there were expected 750,000 jobs added to the economy and it, and did not meet quota by 66%. 
because a lot of people are choosing not to work because they were getting benefits that they can make similar pay. So thankfully, some states like South Carolina, where I live, is taking away that so people will go back to work. But creating a team is the most important thing in business in terms of a healthy business. Now, money is actually (laughs) the most important thing because your business can't operate without revenue. It can't pay its bills can't pay for gas, stuff like that. So the number one uh, driver of a business is like the gasoline to a car is money. That's just a fact. But the number one thing for a healthy, thriving business that everyone can be excited about coming to work and wants to work there and makes for a great life, um, you know, in terms of enjoy enjoyment is having a healthy team and how to build that. So Trey's question, um, how, do, how do you build a healthy team? Well, your first question you have to ask yourself is what kind of team do I want to build? Um, do I want to build a team of just people who love to work 70 hours a week? Do I want to build a team of guys who just want to work minimal 35 hours a week and, you know, make minimal money and be happy and go home and, you know, they can probably pay the bills, but that's kind of about it. Um, you have to ask yourself, what uh, again, questions on what kind of type of people do you want? You want guys that are... Um, you know, after work, they're going out and drinking five beers together? Or do you want, you know, a type of team where, you know, if the kids came around the business, you guys would all be proud to to be a part of that. And your kids would be in a safe zone in a place where, you know, you feel like there wouldn't be hearing things that are too bad or um, just a family atmosphere. So one, you know, not, not no judgment here, but you have to ask yourself what you're trying to build. Um, I could speak for my company. We're really trying to build a culture-changing, industry-moving business with our landscaping business. Um, I was just talking to a guy today, actually, um, who owns another business, and I was explaining to him one of the hard things about landscaping, and that is we are viewed as viewed similarly to garbage men, where <laughs> garbage men um, secretly make a great living. I don't know if you guys know that, but I, I think you should. Garbage men make a really good salary. And they have for a long time, but for some reason, people think that garbage people, you know, it's like a, oh, you should never want to be a garbage man. Um, And sometimes I feel like landscaping gets the same stigma, like, oh, okay, you work at a landscaping company. What do you want to do next? Oh, you work at a landscaping company. Oh, you must not have any options. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like landscaping is a great industry. It's a, it's a trade, just like a welder, a plumber. Um, you know, electrician, anything like that. So what we're trying to build, and that's one of our questions that are, when, you know, to answer our question, what kind of team are we building? We're trying to find people that take pride in what they do, that are striving to become more, become better, and people who are willing to learn and serve with a joyful heart or a great attitude. And, you know, for the most part, we we have found that. We have a great team here at Trifecta and um, we've been adding to our team and, and we're really blessed with the people we have, but where, how do you start that? You know, that's kind of the first, you know, again, I said, the first thing is what's your premise, what's your foundation, what are you looking to build off of? And that for me, that's ours. And then from there you do the things that Trey mentioned in his question. Um, how do you interview people? How do you find people? Do you use Indeed? Do you use ZipRecruiter? Do you use Facebook? Do you print stuff and mail it saying we're hiring? Do you post stuff all over saying help wanted, which I don't recommend? Um, One of my mentors, Corey Ballard, he has a great thing that he does. He puts on all his trucks and he says, um, always hiring great people. 
which I think is a, a really smart thing to do. So, you know, you, you just have to start asking yourself why you're doing stuff and what's the purpose. Um, let's go on to the interview thing. What we have done this year, we've changed it a little bit, and I think it's worked out better, is we do a, a series of steps when the interview process. We get your application and resume, and I really don't care much about your resume. It just helps me to understand kind of where you're coming from and, and what you're looking for and that you can at least type out a resume and, and show me some of those steps that you actually give it a darn uh, when you apply, you know, that you just didn't put wash dishes at Burger King, you know, or um, was a NASA scientist, period. I mean, that you actually take the time to explain what you did and where you're coming from. Uh, so we, we read, you know, someone's resume or we answer their phone call and then we do a phone interview then we do an in-person interview. And normally we do a third in-person interview. Um, not always, you know, not always if we already know the person, but I do all the hiring here. And so we try to do phone to, to, to go over that first, make sure it's a good fit so that I mean, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then we do in-person and then usually a third one. And so if you're not interviewing people, guys, if you're just going, hey, who wants to work? And hey, show up tomorrow at eight o'clock. Uh, you might want to start thinking through that a little bit. Hey, listeners, we want to thank today's show sponsor, Brand Buzz. Brand Buzz is a promotional products company that can help you with anything you need in regards to making your business pop, shine, and look great when it comes to apparel or anything in between with promotional products. You're talking about uniforms, jerseys, pins, cups, you name it. Brand Buzz is the way to go. You guys can find them on Instagram. If you use the code TRIFECTA5, you guys will get 5% off your order today. So make sure you go. You guys go and check out Brand Buzz. And thank you, Brand Buzz, for being today's show sponsor. But really, the interview process is important because you can start to have a feel for that person and see if they'd be a good fit for your team. If you're not doing interviews, it's going to be really hard for you to get a feel for what's this person's personality, uh, what's their goals, ambitions, drives. If you're just reading someone's resume, um, and doing a quick interview and saying, are you available? When could you start type thing? Make sure you're asking questions like this in an interview. What are your passions? What's your um, future ambitions? Is this a job that's a bridge for you or is this a destination? Uh, is this something you really want to do or is this something you need to do for a while? The I, I hire both types of people. We look for people who want to work here for three months to 12. And then we look for people who really love our industry who want to do it for the long term. But it helps you know uh, what type of employee you're bringing on and what to expect from them. You know, you ask them about their previous jobs and how did they work well with people and what are some of the challenges they faced. You know, just asking exploratory questions goes a long way to knowing um, if that's going to be a great person to build your team. And then adding on to the question that Trey sent in, great question, Trey. How do you build a team? You start, you know, I'll, I'll use baseball here, guys, an example. Every position in baseball is very important because if if you're not, like, for example, in the NBA, I'll take four LeBron Jameses, even though you get five players, over a team of five players of average, right? You can still technically play basketball with a team of four, but great players. Well, in baseball, you can't really. Every time that person would come up to bat, they would be given an automatic out if they weren't in the lineup. Um, and if there's no left fielder, then people are just going to hit the left field and run all day. So 
I try to build my team like a baseball team where every position, every batter in the lineup is important, no matter if they're the cleanup hitter or the number nine hitter. Um, I was talking to one of my, my managers the other day about how I don't view positions as triangular as they go up, up, and you're always getting promoted, but everyone's kind of on the same line and we all have an importance, you know, whether you're the new guy and, you know, the entry level position or you're a manager, um, every position to me, I don't view it as you're my superior or anything like that. I think having that kind of mentality and attitude is, is unhealthy and it makes for, um, people to somewhat fear, um, the people above them instead of look as people, uh, managers or, or owners as I'm working hand in hand, side by side, uh, with, with this person. And, and so building a team comes down to, can you make that per- person? And this is the key word guys feel valued and appreciated no matter, you know, again, are they brand new? Have they been there 20 years? Everybody should feel the same because we're all on the same team and each position is important. And without each other, we can't succeed. There's a scripture in the Bible. I'll kind of paraphrase this um, where it's talking about how every member of the body um, has to work together and and it's important. So the finger um, can't say to the head, um, you know, you're not important or what are you doing? It, you know, everything about the body works together. The hand needs the arm, like the arm needs the shoulder and the shoulder needs the torso and the body. And so you need to think of your team as you're building it like that. Start from foundational uh, positions and then work your way out. We're, we're looking already for next year and how to grow from within our team into new positions. And we think that we're going to grow by exponential amounts next year um, in some of the areas that we have started this year. And we're just really excited about that. But it starts within our team and we start adding and and hoping it multiplies and that person can take the next step in their leadership. But what Trey's question is asking is a hard one because creating a team is hard because people can be difficult, right? right? Because we're all sinners, we're all flawed, we all make mistakes. And the more people you get in a room, uh, the, the more food fights could happen and the more, um, the more messy it can become. But uh, the cool thing about God, you know, you guys who are listeners, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian and the cool thing about the Lord and, and about um, people is that he can make beauty out of messes. He can redeem people. I was talking to a young man um, who works for us and he has a great testimony. He, I don't want to say too much, but he, he lived a lifestyle of chaos and now he is uh, studying to be a chaplain and uh, has a beautiful girlfriend. He's just doing it great uh, from a place where he used to come from. And he just reminded me the other day, of God's not done with people. God's not done with you. And if you aren't a Christian, you're not a believer. Um, I, I'd really challenge you to explore, you know, why do you feel like you were created and what's your purpose here? Because uh, at the end of the day, you know, that's what it's all about. Why are we here? We're not here just to make money and uh, die. We're here to impact people for generations uh, that impacts the next generation and we're here to bring God glory and, uh, love people well. So building your team guys, really important, but again, your two foundations know why you're doing it and know how to do it, um, with thinking, um, multiplication wise and, and from within. So Trey, that's a great question, man. Really appreciate that. All right, guys, we got time for one more question today, and this is a good one. 
This is from Aaron Ashton of Thunderbird Landscaping in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Aaron's been killing it, man, up there. It's been fun to see him growing on social media, and uh, he's a great guy. So Aaron asked this. He said, how do you find good people to hire? That's my current struggle. Also, how do you organically grow your online marketing over time without having to spend too much money? Um, is there a way to do it guerrilla marketing style? Thanks, Alex. So first thing, Aaron, how do you find good people to hire? I think we've talked about this before, but let me spin this a little bit. Something I've been noticing. Um, we had a we had a business here in my town, guys, who had to post on their doors saying, sorry, we're closed today. We don't have staff. And it went kind of viral. And people were like, well, if you paid a living wage, you'd have staff and et cetera, et cetera. And it was just back and forth, back and forth. And, um, but it, it kind of brought me to this place of make sure you're paying people like at least something that's respectable, you know, just because you can get away with paying someone 10 bucks an hour doesn't mean you should. Um, you know, we try to be in our industry, you know, a, a little bit above the average of what's paid. And we, we think, um, we're right there and we, we want to pay guys more. But we have a lot of guys who are newer and they're they're learning, and then by learning they'll be able to produce more, which equals getting more paid. So, but that's my number one thing: like how to find good people. Man, you can find them at church. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them by. Um, I heard this great thing. I can't remember who said it one time, like either on a podcast or just a discussion I have with someone. I, a gentleman said he used to go to places of work and look for the best worker they had that wasn't in a leadership position yet. So whether that be McDonald's or um, Home Depot or somewhere like that, he would look for an all-star there and say, hey, you should come work for me. So I thought that was a really great thing. So again, just be willing to pay people an honorable um, wage. You know, so if, if you're having a hard time finding people for 10 bucks an hour, there's probably a reason, you know, you, <laughs> you maybe need to do 13. So just, you know, when you say, how do you find good people? Uh, the second part of that is create a business that they believe in and they want to be a part of. So if your business doesn't have uniforms and you're not doing things professionally, you don't have a website, um, you're not offering paid time off, you're not offering paid holidays. You know, I know some of you guys are small, but even if you have one or two employees, you should be offering that because you've got to make them feel like they work at a legitimate business that they feel pride in instead of I just work for a guy and I can kind of call out whenever and I just show up whenever, you know, you got to create that culture. So Aaron, hopefully that answers that question. The second part, how do you organically grow online marketing over time without spending a ton of money? Um, Because, you know, guys, when you're growing your business, you don't have a ton of money to spend on marketing. But there's so many ways now with social media and just organic, what I call guerrilla marketing, that you can really use and do great. So one thing I, I've done before is if you're not on Google, guys, you don't have Google reviews and have a Google My Business page, I mean, you need to stop what you're doing and go do that right now. And a way to get Google reviews, obviously you ask your customers who are happy with you, but why don't you go on your phone and text 30 of your friends and say, hey, can you support my business and leave me a Google review? I mean, just stuff like that where it doesn't take a lot of time, no, it takes no money, um, doesn't take a lot of time and people want to support you, but just, you have to ask, you know, make sure you're willing, uh, to be rejected and always ask questions. People can say no, that's totally okay. But when it comes to marketing and stuff like that, make sure you're texting people on your phone, 
and asking people to help you grow your business because a lot of times, guys, people love to support people they believe in. So um, hopefully that answers that question on how to organically grow online marketing. You know, Facebook, uh, asking Google reviews, you know, stuff like that, just being very proactive uh, when it comes to marketing. So Aaron, uh, with Thunderbird Landscaping, great question, man. You guys go give them a follow on Instagram. And uh, that's, man, we're right at our time for our episode today. So uh, guys, we're going to be doing these uh, types of episodes of Q&A more and more as we go along. Really enjoy them. Uh, hopefully these questions that were answered are helpful to you guys and your business. Um, this is Alex Kirby. I am the host here of the Down to Business podcast, where your business is our business. And we do the ABCs of business, talking business, finance, and marketing. Again, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you go get some gas in your car. And uh, see you next Monday for our next episode. Thank you.